if somebody does something really stupid and everybody hates them for it, this is it. I have such sights to show you. We're back, and we're looking at a cricket on the wall that looks pretty terrifying to the right of me. It's closer to Macias and Ash, but I, I don't know. Are you guys threatened by it right now? Can we begin? No, it's cool size looking. Crab. Yeah, it is the size of a crab. Um, of course, we're in the holiday cheer and spirit because we are, what, like 20 days from Christmas or something, if my math is correct? We are, f- I don't know. 15? <laughs> 13 days. days in. 13 days in. 13 okay. days in. That's fine. I'm going to get started really quickly because we have a lot to get to today. Ash, how have you been? Pretty Great. stressful week. Pretty stressful week. Yep. First our Rook. But yep. now. <laughs> You're good to go? Now I'm good to go. Okay. What? It's only been a day. Oh, uh, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. It's okay. been two days. Today's Tuesday. Yeah. Today is Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Uh, we release on Thursday when you guys hear us. Uh, right. Macias, how are you this very cold week in Atlanta? I guess we really can't complain. We didn't get any snow, but the southeast <laughs> was pretty much pummeled. I wanted us to get some snow. So did I. It was cold enough, um, but you know what was cool is that the Atlanta public schools all got to open two hours late today, which means I got to go into work two hours late. Nice. Oh, because you was work pretty dope. at the Atlanta public school, of course. I yep. do not. <laughs> he is a vice principal. Sure. No, but you operate in the same time zone as them, I guess. Well, all of our offices, we have like eight different offices across Metro Atlanta, and they all got delayed two hours. So I got to watch a cheesy Christmas uh, rom-com on Netflix and drink my coffee and have a bagel on the couch. Nice. It's so nice. Did you perhaps watch Jack Frost? Uh, not this morning. I watched a princess switch. Princess <laughs> switch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would also like to say that we get to see Spotify songs as she's driving in and we were, oh. we were making, making some judgments while she was getting into uh, the it. podcast today. Whatever. You can make the same judgments on me. You see my stuff. I listen to Dave Bowie far too much. That's okay. Whatever. Fine. I like Casey Musgraves. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Look it up. I like David it Bowie. Compare bulky. both of them and uh, see what you think. You know, competition. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. That's very fine. weird comparison there. I want to get you guys started with some awesome Christmas headlines. They're going to get us into the mood to cover Jack Frost by, was it, is it Cooney? Michael Cooney. Michael Cooney. I didn't know how to pronounce that. Okay. But, um, so let's get started with dogs. And to clarify, these are all holiday headlines. I have no details about the story, so you guys are going to have to fill them out or make comments. I have a, I have a bunch. But uh, okay. the first one is, they're all true. Christmas horror as Santa's special train packed with families plows into dogs in front of children. No! What the fuck? Yes. That's not funny. That? It's not funny, but I'm, these are not funny. These are going to be... That's crazy. Uh, no. It happened. Okay. I guess they boarded this train recently, and a bunch of hunting dogs were, you know, <gasps> only Fanning one dog way. was hit, and it was it was you know flown off to the vet or something. Oh my god! I'm making that Weird. part up. But next headline is: 835 tuba players set world record by playing Silent Night all at once. Wow, that's pretty neat. That is a feat. Could you imagine where you get 835 tuba players to sit like that amount of space? It must have been like a stadium. Yeah, I wonder if it was like a convention outside. for tuba players. They're portly people. Are they? <gasps> Generally. That's a stereotype. Dude, I think yeah. it is a stereotype. That's fine. The next headline is a 44-year-old South Carolina woman was charged with domestic violence after stabbing a man with a ceramic squirrel on Christmas in 2013 for not bringing home beer. Metal. Damn. Yeah, the guy did not die, but uh, I guess he wasn't bringing home beer. Yeah, Damn. what an asshole. Yeah, he's fucked fault. up. He fucked up. 
I'm going to take the guy's side. Sometimes you uh, forget. Mm, you, I don't want to get stabbed the beer. for it. Not the beer. Okay. Next Some one. mistakes can't be forgiven. No. Well, maybe this one can. Because electrical failure and dry Christmas tree caused deadly Annapolis mansion fire, killing a pair of grandparents with their four grandchildren. Jesus Christ. That is pleasant. Yeah, I didn't say any of these are pleasant. They're that's, just. That's, that's why I don't own fake trees. Uh, it might have been a real it tree. It sounds that got like dry. it was a dry, real tree. Well, you know, not the water fake trees. You don't have to water fake trees. They also don't <laughs> well, catch on fire dry. As much. It could be a dry tree, dry well, fake tree. Okay, well, the, Macias. That's why you buy fake trees. My dad was, uh, you know, very compulsive about protection. He only allowed us to have fake trees because <gasps> he was so paranoid about it getting caught on fire. No yeah, way. A lot of people forget to water their dead trees. It's, it's not that fucking hard. Well, well it's dry. Yeah. But I got a real tree last week. It's beautiful. How mm. big is it? It is six feet tall. Wow. Wow. It's really skinny, though. So what okay. people do is they, they plug in their electric blanket next to their dry Christmas tree and then get yeah. dead people. Are they, well, are, you make me scared. I left my lights on the Christmas tree on when I left. Oh, you're fine. Okay. Who knows? Maybe there's going to be a headline about you next week. Hopefully Jesus. not. Oh, my God. I have a great story. Damn it. We don't have time. Maybe we'll get to it. Maybe we'll okay. get to it. Okay. Next one is Santa Claus arrested for giving out marijuana stocking stuffers at Buffalo Wild Wings in Monterey. That's my kind of thing. He was giving out what? Like uh, marijuana like, gifts. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. He had a duffel bag with him and he got promptly arrested. Damn. Unfortunately. Poor guy. Just okay. trying to spread some cheer. <laughs> yeah. From cheer, we're going back to uh, some misery. Charity worker, age 28, dies on the way to a festive day with friends after sticking her head out of a train. What? What? I'm assuming her head got hit by the train. Why the fuck would you do that? I don't know. Why would you? Oh, she was feeling sick. I'm assuming she was oh, drinking, maybe. I've done that before. Puked out the side of a car. Out of a train, though? I've never been on a train, but I'm sure if I was hungover, I'd do You've it. You've never been on a train. Have you no, I've been, been on Marta. On... You can't put your head out that window, though. Okay, that's mm. fine. I was about to get weird about not being on a train before. Mm-mm. No other train. Next one's local. Atlanta Mall Santa attacked 74-year-old with a two-by-four board in the face after she reportedly stole $145 of Hershey candy from him. What? I know. Who That's cares that much candy on them? I know. $145 of Hershey's candy must be like five or six big industrial bags. And to hit someone with a two-by-four over some candy? And then it's like a 74-year-old woman? Were you outside? Is she that Jesus. sly and quick? That's a bad Santa right there. Okay, we have a few more, but I, I do promise they're going to be great. Germany's biggest animal rescue shelters ban adoptions over Christmas. Why? Oh, okay. I think they're saying people, you know, they, they don't know what they're getting yeah. into the puppy. They yeah. end up getting rid of them. So this is, you know, neutral story. I yeah. still like the idea of getting a puppy for Christmas. I hold out <laughs> hope yeah. every year. Well, how about the Somerville man charged with arson after setting neighbors' Christmas decorations on fire? He just wasn't having it. 29. Wasn't in the mood. That is wasn't so mean. Mr. Scrooge. Ash, would you do this? You no. don't like Christmas. No, but I like decorations. Okay. Well, this, I'm into it. This one's a bit rough. Two-year-old boy with deadly cancer gets an early Christmas gift from his neighbors. What is it? Hopefully it's a cure. Oh, my God. You don't know the answer. Am I right? You know? Probably uh, want a cure from his neighbors. What is it? I don't know. Is that a joke? I didn't read the article. Is that they, a bit? No, that, that was a uh, article. <laughs> okay. That was, was it? Putting my punchline. I'm going to have to look that up later. Yeah. I need the answer. I don't think it's a cure. Hope it is. We got your joke. Okay. Well, I wasn't actually finished. Psych. Los Angeles man dresses Santa, kills ex-wife and eight others in their Christmas party after ringing the doorbell with a homemade flamethrower wrapped as a present before torching the place. Epic. Jesus fucking Christ. That's that should be terrible. a movie. 
I know that's like a whole thing. I'm yeah. sorry. Do you have the year of that? Uh, I looked it up. It was in a Los Angeles suburb, and I think it's called Covina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have the year. It wasn't that far ago. That's so cool. I yeah. mean, not cool. In- not cool. Um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Damn. Um, well, I think we got us in the mood for you know Jack yeah. Frost 1996 classic, right? I think so. Yep. And again, this is not the Michael Keaton classic Jack Frost. Right. Hope you watched the 1996 one. I love that one. It's pretty good. What is it about? Okay, so Jack Frost is this uh, movie about this cute little family. It's this uh, wife and husband and kid, and the husband is a traveling musician. Okay. And uh, he's like in this cool, like bluesy rock band, and he's always gone, and his kids like always missing him. Yeah. And uh, he gives this kid for Christmas a harmonica. No, that's the wrong Jack Jack Frost. No, no, no. That's the Mike Keaton one. No. You didn't wa- you didn't watch that one. Maybe I did. Maybe you did as well, probably. <laughs> okay, in addition to Jack Frost the Killer Snowman, yes. All right, let's 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 get back to the real Jack Frost. Okay. We're all here for. All right, for the uh, 1997 Jack Frost. The movie opens with a serial killer named Jack Frost being transported to his execution. Even though he's shackled up with one guard watching him and two others driving, he single-handedly manages to derail the entire trip and crash the paddy wagon into some chemical waste. At what point, like, the camera just goes in circles yeah. watching the people. Yeah. yeah, they're just, like, tumbling around in this paddy wagon prison transport vehicle. And I like yeah, that word, paddy wagon. Paddy wagon. I also like there was hand-drawn prison numbers on his lapel. Like, they didn't even get it, like, stitched in. And the guards were scared of him. Yeah. They were like, I don't want to go back there. You go back there. Because he was a killer. Yeah. He was the man. Yeah. What's he, he going to do, though? He's shackled. The, yeah. the Ted Bundy of this movie. Ted Bundy escaped once. I would have been sitting back there asking, like, picking his brain. I'd be like, all right, let's talk about this. I would definitely give him a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. You want a cigarette? Sure. Go for it. Got it. Um, so, yeah, this this thing crashes, and it seems like everyone's dead. And then we cut to a nervous police officer named Sam, who is waiting around to hear the news that Jack Frost has been executed. We come to find out, by some stroke of luck, he was the one who managed to catch Frost. And Frost promised that he would seek revenge on him. So pretty after, original plot. Pretty yeah. original indeed. Yeah, it just um, gets even more original in a second. Never heard anything like it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing like the uh, 1980s movie Chucky. Uh, anyway, after investigating the crash with the police officers and Frost, we assume Frost is dead. Um, from the chemicals getting on him, you see him like screaming in pain. And there's these chemicals all over him. Looks like acid. Um, but it turns out the chemicals uh, give the body some kind of power to turn it into different, well, not elements of water, different forms of water. That is such a specific. I don't. That when that hey, happened, they I didn't, didn't leave it like they didn't leave any plot holes there. No. I'll give them that. They have an answer for everything. They do. The blanket term of having the FBI had produced some like chemical, acid. Yep. Like Why a, they made it, I don't know. Keywords okay. here: chemical reaction. Yes. Man, serial killer turns into an evil snowman. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, so essentially from here, Frost mainly takes the form of a snowman, and he starts killing citizens around the town that Sam lives in, our little police officer, and of course it's around Christmas time. Uh, so a lot of these kills involve different Christmas decorations. and So good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'll just, I'll let you, you just need to see the movie from there. We're not going to describe all the kills. No, because they're pretty great. Anyway, the director of this movie is Michael Cooney. 
So he got the idea, Ash, you were asking, he got this idea around the time Terminator 2 came out. So do you remember the cop that turns into like liquid metal or something? Mm. Zach, I feel like you could maybe oh, explain definitely. this better. Like he can shoot metal out. He's fighting Arnold. This is the movie where Arnold becomes a good guy and the cop comes from the future, of course. Okay. Um, but he can like turn into metal, go under doors. Uh, it's essentially like a... Like a know, shapeshifter or something. Amorphous shapeshifter. Yeah. yeah. Convenient. Yeah, so it's kind of... So Cooney thought, what if I make a movie where the villain is all forms of water? So think snow, ice, steam, etc. He wanted this to be a big budget thing so he could go nuts with the visual effects like in Terminator 2, but no one bought it. No shit, no one's going to give him Terminator Aww. 2 budget for like a killer snowman movie. Yeah. Right. Big dreams. Yeah, but uh, then a year after he gave up on it, someone approached him and was like, dude, do you want to make this for under a million dollars? Can you do that? And he was like, of course I can. He knew that he absolutely could not, but he was like, whatever, I want to make this movie and I want to get off the ground. So to save some extra cash, he decided that he would direct it as well. And what he originally wanted to do was make this really scary movie, but once he saw the snowman that he had to work with due to budget issues, he was like, there's no way anyone's going to be scared of this. So that's when they kind of decided to go in the comedy track. No, that's okay. Yeah, and they don't even show the snowman a lot in the beginning of the movie, and a lot of that to me is maybe they just know. It's yeah. Yeah, it's just not scary. It's a fucking like prop snowman. His icicles were great. The CGI. Yeah, the icicle teeth. Was that it could shoot? Yeah, the teeth and you the mean ones the, that he could shoot out. The CG icicles. CG icicles. Get that? That was fun. Were they yeah. CGI? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. No, that. They, I don't know. I don't think they developed a gun that could shoot out icicles. <laughs> maybe. I could be wrong. Did you shoot him out? Yeah. At one yeah, point, he, he like. like Got that guy in the neck with it. Yeah, his little icicle part. He shot it out. Hit some guy in the door. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant... Okay, I get what you're saying now. So what Cooney did was he chose this really strong, serious lead actor, and then he, quote, populated the world with goofballs. He's a goofball. The actor? Cooney. Oh, Cooney's kind of a goofball. I'm I sure. mean, yeah, but that, but it's like funny because like you know the, yeah. the lead actor is so serious, and everyone's mm. just like fucking bumbling. Bumbling is a good it. word. Yeah, when we talk about the cast, we're also getting the fact that like they stumbled upon a very attractive uh, Shannon Elizabeth that made That's her right. first uh, premiere in this movie. Okay. And speaking of Shannon Elizabeth, Ashley, I know you'll want to hear this. Uh, these are Cooney's comments when asked about the bath scene. Yes, I need to know. Did they do it? So it's written into the script that he freezes around her and then smacks her head against the wall until she's dead. And that's how he kills her. But when they went to film it on the first take, the carrot smacked Shannon in the eye. So he said he took the carrot out and kept filming it and filming it in the edit room. People started asking, you know what this looks like, don't you? And he was like, oh, no. Now that you mention it. And it was one of those things that he just had to embrace. And he said he just knew how it looked. and It was going to be difficult to sell it any other way. So in the voiceover, there's a line about, was it good for you? Yeah. He said, for my sensibilities, I like to defend that it is not a snowman rape scene. I've got a, I've not got a leg to stand on. I realize that, but I like to insist on that. There's no nudity, no boobs, or some of the other things you normally see in this type of movie, but that was one of these moments that was engineered backwards. I think he's wrong. I think there are boobs. There's definitely boobs. Some tit shot. And some ass. Yeah. But no, I don't remember her nice nipples. Nice lower back, too. Yeah. I also know that he wanted this movie to come out as PG-13. Yeah. But once he saw this, he was like, well, ah, dog. there goes that. Yeah, yeah. There's some other kills in there that I'm like, you couldn't make that PG-13. Oh, I thought it was super funny. I love that scene. I think they're, I think the kills are really funny, but I still think it's not PG-13 material. Mm -mm. Nah, it's a bit more. 
Uh, one other fun fact about Cooney is he did the narration at the beginning of the movie, you know, and the man is telling the story of Jack Frost to a child. Yeah. That's Cooney. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like Macias was saying, this movie does not have a lot of stars. And uh, just like Thanksgiving, there's not much you can find about them. So let's just get into those who are a little more popular than the others. First off, we have the bumbling cop and protagonist, Sam. He was played by Christopher Allport and by far is one of their biggest gets in the movie. Allport was really awesome and wholesome throughout the whole process. He realized it was an experienced crew because he had worked on feature films before, but kind of just went with it, which is nice. I didn't think he was a bumbling cop, by the way. I thought he was a little bumbling. I thought he went yeah. with the flow. He kind of just tried to keep smart. the peace. Yeah. And... Okay. He was okay. a good cop. But this is the director talking about landing Allport and some of the other actors that joined. Uh, they understood what we were doing. The production was a disaster, but the actors were all fantastic and understood. They looked at this 26-year-old goofball director who believed in all his heart. This was the way to do it, and they trusted me. Man, he loves nice. that word, goofball. He is a goofball. He's you a know? goofy guy. He's um, English. Is that an English thing? Maybe uh, he is English. Goofball? I don't know. I know cunt is, but not goofball. Yeah, I don't know about goofball. Okay. Well, Allport uh, had been on some series TV shows before this. He was on The X-Files, which is one of my favorite, The Old X-Files. And uh, get this, he auditioned to be Han Solo in Star Wars. Wow. wow. He did not get it. No. Obviously not. No. Uh, he would go on to be in the future Jack Frost movie, too. No. Cool. Yeah, your prizes roll. Oh, wow. Um, in an unfortunate accident that is both ironic and sad, can you guys guess how Allport died in 2008? Froze to death. Oh, my God. Ash, did he freeze wanna, to death? Ash, do you want to get your guess out? Uh, chemicals. So not, Acid. Not chemicals. Uh, so it happened to be that he was killed by an avalanche in Northern California. Mm -hmm. What? While skiing with four <gasps> other people. Wow. That's, oh. I, I don't want to say that it's not it's related to this movie because obviously it isn't. He was a snow skier and he knew the risk, but. That's ironic. That That's is, really ironic. I mean, Jack Frost isn't his main credit, but in the terms of this podcast, I mean, come on. Shit. Damn. Yeah. Um, so the next person we're talking about and the only other person really is Shannon Elizabeth. Do you guys recognize her from yes. anything? American Pie. Definitely. Yeah. And she wasn't a big star at the time. She had just uh, gone some TV, and this was her first silver screen premiere role. That's awesome. Yeah, this was her first movie. She was also in um, Jay and Strike. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was in a decent horror movie called 13 Ghosts. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. In Love Actually. Great movie. She was in Love is, Actually? Yeah. Was she one of like, the hot girls that slept with the English dude at the end? I think so. Mm, probably. I, don't no, I haven't watched the movie, but Maria tells me I have oh, to. This you do. Call. It's so good. You I almost to. watched it this morning. You guys don't text her and tell her I'm that we're her. watching Love Actually because then she'll remember. Doing it. Right As Ashley now. pulls her phone out, it's wonderful. so cute. I don't yeah. want to watch cute. Feels good. It's funny. Watch horror. It will make you feel good. No, I don't like feeling good. Okay. Would be the best okay. boyfriend ever. I. Mm. That's mm -hmm. where you get me. I do like being a good boyfriend. See? It's fine. Gotcha. Aside from her acting career to change the subject, uh, Shane Elizabeth now lives in South Africa, surprisingly enough. Doing what? Uh, well, she opened up a animal rescue. <gasps> of course she would. Animal Avengers. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. Uh, the director would later say, like we said earlier, that they wish they would have done more if they would have known that it wasn't going to be PG-13 after that. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Uh, aside from that, the only other useful information I could find out is that one of the uh, actors that was auditioning to be Jack Frost, so I guess they'd be in the monster suit, brandished and pulled out a knife during his uh, audition. Wow. And did not get the job. Uh, yeah. yeah, that might have not worked. Might have killed his chances there. But yeah. you're in method. Yeah, you're, that's you're being true. being really intense. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe if you brought snow with you yeah. or if like you, uh, I just don't like know, just blew, blew it yeah. or like some dandruff just all over the Ew. crowd. Would you prefer right. fake foam? I would take out a gun and shoot someone if they blew their dandruff on me. Ew. Okay. Ew. Well, uh, so unlike last week to kind of pivot to special effects in Michael Doherty's Krampus. Doherty's? I'm not even going to get into that. Okay. I don't even know what to say, but you guys know that he was very much involved in practical effects yeah. with yes. the Weta Workshop and all this stuff. This movie has a terrible amount of digital effects, if you guys didn't notice. You just kind of squint your eyes, was, and then it's fine. That was all practical. No. They wanted to do a lot of practical effects, but they ended up having to do mostly digital effects because the budget wouldn't give them any uh, ability to do the effects they wanted to do in the first place. I thought it looked great. Okay. You thought it looked great. You also are the only person in this room that needs glasses. That's true. Okay. Mm. Good <laughs> point. But this is also when CGI looked pretty shitty around like the mid to late 90s. Mm-hmm. So it's even worse when you have a small budget and CGI is just now taking off and you have to rely on it to do most of like uh, the kill scenes. I yeah. thought the blood was good. Yeah. Like the blood around the necks and stuff. I thought that was fine. Yeah, I mean, it looked terrible. The blood, I'm sure they were able to do practically, but like as far as like when he was shooting out stuff out of his hands or I don't know, any countless thing where he's evaporating or going through That's the bars. That's what makes it so bad it's good. That is what makes it so bad it's good. And like Macias was saying, I think that's where he also lost his desire to try to make this an actually scary movie. Yeah. Right. Because he didn't have the budget for it. Yeah. What do you have under a million dollars? Right. Which we'll get into in a second. Um, at one point, Cooney said, quote, we put something like $50,000 of our seed money in this company and literally got back like three balls of foam. We had to do some rethinking. Jesus. I, I would know. sue those motherfuckers. Well, I'm just like, I'm not sure if they spent 50K on just like very large balls to make fake snow or that that's the three balls they used for the Jack Frost character. Oh, yeah. But that's some bad money management. Yeah. You know, especially in like Should the 1990s. Yeah, finance person to watch the, uh, you know, the, the dough. Make yep. sure it doesn't get spent on all that yeast. Yep. That's right. Yep. Um, to extend on that, do you guys remember that stunt sequence with uh, Sam and Jack Frost falling out of, like, the car at the end? Yes. Uh, they did that in one take. That's wow. pretty impressive. And a lot of the stuff they had to do, they had to do in one take. All deaths were only shot with one take as well. Whoa. Because they just had to get it right. That's wild. And they used short ends, apparently, in a lot of the film, which reading about that just really means they bought a bunch of, like, scrap film from like editing rooms and they piece it together to use for this film, which is just Ooh. crazy as far as I understand what short ends are. That's mm. resourceful. It is resourceful. Um, what's weird to me is another one at the very end with the little kid in the car. Do you guys think that they have kid stuntmen? Like do when kids are involved in crashes or uh, oh. stuff like that, is it another kid that's less valuable that they put in? Little person. Or is it a little person? Weird. I've never thought about that. I know. I hadn't thought about it either, but I would assume it's a little person. Yeah, I don't know. But we're, I, I we're gonna have to look into Ethan. that yeah. and ask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ethan from our uh, Deborah Logan episode. Yes. Awesome. Um, so we've touched upon the budget for most of this in every section, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie's a low budget movie. It's a B movie and it comes down to what they were given. What's really funny to me is this movie was initially supposed to be directed by Rennie Harlan for a budget of $30 million. What? Excuse me? I know. Rennie Harlan. Do you guys know that name at all? No. no. Okay. I didn't know it either, but the movie's going to Die Hard 2. Okay. Whoa. Deep Blue Sea. Great Ooh. movie. You Ate My Bird. All of that. He was supposed to do it for a higher budget, didn't, and then they go to this guy and they're like, we'll give you under $1 million. 
like desperate at this point. He's like, wow, okay. Yeah, as Macias mentioned, he went for it because it was directorial debut, but uh, he went with it just being very inexperienced. This movie ran into more problems when the company that funded the movie was bankrupt and the bank got the project while they were doing everything. That's fucked up. So basically the investing company, as far as I learned from the interview, uh, went bankrupt and then it was sold to the bank, I guess foreclosed on or however that works. So the bank owned it, which actually worked well for them because the bank wasn't caring about any of the content and overseeing anything. Oh, that's smart. He got to do whatever he wanted. The Mm. bank just wanted 90 minutes of a holiday horror movie that could sell to someone else. Wow. Um, And this movie was initially filmed, according to this interview, around 1993 to 1994, Mm. but traded hands between people so many times that it was released in 1996 when it finally got sold to Apex and they released it. Wow. So he had no control over when it got released after uh, this bank just took it, which is kind of funny. So all of his friends were like, sure, you made a movie. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Cooney. Yeah. Yeah, Killer Snowman. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, to make things even worse, which I think is kind of the funniest part of this episode and of his whole career in this movie, they wanted to film in a snowy place. And as when you guys watched it, do you think they were in a snowy place at all? I thought so. Yeah. Really? You didn't? I didn't question it. To me, all the, tre- all the trees have no snow on them. And in most scenes, there's not snow on the ground. And it looks like they're like sweating. So a lot of people also thought that. So they addressed it in the interview and he was saying it was actually shot during winter and it was part of the disaster because the exteriors were shot in Big Bear in January, which is a, I believe a town that is outside of Los Angeles and the San Bernardino mountains. And it had been snowing in this resort town for the last 60 years, but for this one winter, the uh, Santa Ana winds kicked in. It was 70 degrees for the whole time they were filming. Damn. Damn. Like just bad luck. That sucks. Yeah. So it's crazy. Wow. Now I need to watch a little bit of it again just yeah. so I can check out the snow. Because I don't want to notice. I didn't question it either. I was like, oh, here we are. We're I only in, did we're in a snowy place. because it didn't seem like it was Christmassy. I mean, all the decorations were there, but you know, that, like when you're missing that element of atmosphere, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, kind of like in Halloween where there was yes. literally no fucking Halloween decorations. That's what I was thinking of. And also they had to scatter their own uh, fall leaves, leaves out yeah. because it wasn't that time. I don't know, man. I never noticed. Never. I didn't notice in Halloween and I didn't notice in this movie either. I didn't think we would compare this movie to 1978 John Carpenter's classic Halloween <laughs> this episode. Even but ba- we have. Even <laughs> that Giallo Bay of Blood. Bay of, Bay of Blood? Bay of Blood. Bay of Blood. Yeah. They had like literally two branches that they just kept oh, yeah. moving around <laughs> this area to make it look like a fucking forest. But yeah. They did it. Yeah. They did it. I also think Bay of Blood probably did it a little better than Jack Frost. Yeah. yeah I don't maybe. know. Got past me. Yeah. And, right. and maybe some of that fake uh, foam that they bought was part of the snow, I think, that they had to actually end up pumping back in. The only thing that looked really fake to me was fucking Snowman, man. Like, yeah. That, that was the worst for me. Well, I loved it. I mean, he, he, he looks like. Fucking, I don't know. If felt. it was, if it was a serious movie, I wouldn't be able to watch it because they embrace the humor and him looking like shit. I was fine. Yeah, with it, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 totally. But I really think that like everything I researched about this budget and all these mishaps and like the weather and the company going bankrupt and the different budget from thirty million to one million just seemed like this movie was never supposed to be made. Mm. Like God didn't want this movie to well, be made. But I'm glad it did. Yeah. And it always pops up like around the holidays. Yeah. Like, you know, oh Jack Frost. It's 
It's like there. if you're any kind of horror fan, you've heard of Jack Frost. Yeah, if you need like a little holiday horror. There you go. Like turn your mind off. Yeah. And uh, I can only imagine the critics did not enjoy this movie very well. Let me tell you, we got a 7% critic score on the tomato yep. meter. And that is a out of 100. Yes. Not out of 10. But a 29% audience score. Okay. So that's, that's Still okay. Still not great. But I do think this is probably the lowest critic score of anything we've ever covered. Yeah, I can't do think you, of anything lower. Do you, do you want a Fox Faxes? Might have had oh, a lower score. Thanks Killing didn't even have a score. Yeah, there oh, you go. We didn't score it? No. It like, had like an IMDb, I think, but oh, it didn't have a, a oh, Rotten Tomatoes right, score. You're right, you're right, 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 right. Um, so a review from Movie News. In making it horribly bad, Jack Frost is at the very least entertaining. And is there anything else you could ask for from a B-movie about a serial killing snowman? True that. Yeah. Not really. I mean, they made the right movie when they got Michael Keaton to make like a <laughs> classic because you can't make this guy into like a horror villain. Well, they tried to do it for every holiday. Yeah, and they did make a second uh, movie. Yeah, so obviously it was popular yeah. enough. Okay, so we have another review from Antagony and Ecstasy. Never heard of them. But bad on purpose goes only as far as the filmmaker's sense of humor and irony, and the creators of Jack Frost have some pretty lead-footed jokes up their sleeve. Rude. That is that pretty... Is it's really pretty rude. It's pretty rude. I have a joke for you guys from the movie. Uh, do you know the difference between a snowman and a snow woman? No balls. Snowballs. <laughs> I actually oh, really, snowballs. I really thought right. that was funny. I thought but it was snowballs. Yeah, yeah, we got it. I just got that. Do they say no or snow? They say snow, snow but balls. it sounds like no balls. Like I that's thought a joke. No balls. I thought in one part they say snow and one part they say no. I don't no, know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Classic joke. Yeah. So consensus is it's. Not a great movie, but if you are into horror comedy, then you'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. If B-movies are your thing. Yeah. And also, what holiday movies are super great movies? They never Christmas win vacation. any awards. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Other yeah. than Christmas Vacation, which is a classic, or, you know, you shot your eye out. Christmas Story, which I still don't think is a great movie. What about The Family Stone? That's Family a good Stone, one. Love Actually. But Love I don't actually. think any of them won awards. Uh, no. The Holiday is great. The holiday is also the holiday a, is great. a mismatch of all those like uh Oh, you're thinking of holidays. That's great movie. too. Yeah. But I liked Black Christmas. Black Christmas, uh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. You know, pre uh, Oh, Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. That's a very classic. Christmas. Mm. Nightmare Before Christmas is always good. Yep. But is yeah. that a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? What if I told you it could be both? Oh, oh. my God. My mind just exploded. Yeah. And I watched this movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the other day that's a comedy mm -hmm. set on Christmas. I'm not sure if that won awards, but it's very popular. Yeah. There's no award. There's just no Oscar winning movies that come out around the holidays. No. Yeah. So take horror out of that because we already don't get horror movies awards anyway. So then by right. holiday on that, yeah. you're getting a shittier version yeah. of the genre. All right. We have one tagline. What's the tagline? He's chilling. That's it. And killing. Oh, Whoa. Uh, you took me for a little <laughs> twist there. I wonder if chilling and killing was a phrase before this movie. I don't know. Because this was what, 97? And 96, killin'. 97? Yeah. I never knew that chilling and killing was a phrase. Just chilling, killing. You never heard? I've know. never heard that. Is that Not a phrase? You never like part. when people are asking you what you're doing in middle school and you go like chilling, killing. I don't know. I never did the killing. I never said that. Damn, you're cooler than us. That you're sounds way, way better. I was you're so much cooler with my braces. You're right. hard. Yeah, I was yeah. real hard. Okay. Super. Well, uh, we're going to take a break from that and get back to you guys with ratings. 
Okay, guys, to get back into the ratings, but uh, before that, Macias, can you tell us what your dad just asked for for Christmas? Because I, I want to know that. Yeah, uh, he said, hey, I thought of something I would like for Christmas. New plastic plates, <laughs> colorful, beachy, and microwavable would be a plus. The old ones are degrading. <laughs> and, like, my parents have very nice plates, but of course, like, a lot of them have, like, silver, like, gold on the outside, you can't put them in the microwave or they like spark up. So oh. my dad has these shitty ones and he oh, wants man. shitty beach themed plastic plates for Christmas. <laughs> cool. That's that's pretty easy. Low that's, budget for dad. Yeah, just go to the dollar store. It'll <laughs> yeah. be set. That is pretty easy. Um, <laughs> to go back into Jack Frost, uh, we're going to grade it for 11 horror variables as usual. Let's jump into it. So we have jump scares. Start off, we give it a 6.67%. It's pretty high. Six percent. Six percent. Yeah. Six. Oh yeah. Six percent. Okay. Yeah, pretty low. Uh, you gave it a zero, Macias. I didn't feel jumpy. That's fair. Uh, the soundtrack. I think we graded ironically because we gave it a high score of sixty percent. They had like dark Ooh, plays. It was, fun. it was. It was like dark plays on classic, classic, classic Christmas. Yeah. Uh, songs. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. For gore, we gave it a thirty-three percent. I think that's fair. Yeah. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. No. You know? Uh, for shock value, I think the only thing I rated this high for because we graded at 36% was the, uh, the bath scene. The bath scene. Yeah. yeah. You know, I guess some rape. Some people don't like that. You want to get into a weird conversation, go look at YouTube comments about this scene. There are a lot of people debating if rape's worse than murders in horror movies. Wow. Okay. Which is fine. Uh, for Monster Appeal, we gave it a 46%, and we had all across the board. I gave it a one. <laughs> the snowman looks awful. You know, this is no Tom Savini classic. It's not Rick Baker <laughs> making a monster. It's not like even like last week with the Krampus stuff. Oh. Um, Ash gave it a seven. I'd like to you explain yourself. I'm just being funny. Yeah, it's okay. a funny. It's an awesome snowman. Yeah. Okay. The fucking killer snowman. 46% nonetheless. For special effects, 20%. You know, not much going on. A lot of CGI. Yeah. yeah. If there was a CGI category, it'd probably be like zero. Yeah, probably 0%. Look yeah. pretty bad, too. Uh, for horniness, we go to 53%. Hey. I suppose I found the bath scene a little bit better than you guys. Yeah, I liked I, it a lot. I gave it a 7. Wow, I think I gave it like a 3 or 4. She's very beautiful. Is Shannon Elizabeth in her early days. Yeah, yeah. she's hot. She looked good. She looked good. Yeah. For scariness, we gave it ones across the board. Yeah. 1%. Not a scary movie. No. Not at all. For acting, we give it a 26%. It's really anchored by, uh, you know, our man Christopher Allport and Shannon Elizabeth, I guess. Not even her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just him, kind yeah. of. Everyone else was kind of shitty acting. I want to make one point. Um, yes. This isn't really about the acting, but before the bath scene, Shannon Elizabeth is about to hook up with this guy. Yes. And she's like, I'm going to go freshen up. And as a woman, this baffles me. She blow dries her hair. Just to get in the shower and wash her hair. Did I you notice that? Yes, but I don't think she intended to take a bath at all. She just saw that he ran the water for her, and she's like, oh, that sounds good. I just, I'm sorry. When you have long hair, you don't fucking blow dry your hair and then go get away. Yeah, I'm just saying. You don't, you don't wash your hair and blow dry it to go jump in a pool in the summertime. No. Anyway. Also, what decent person is going to break into a part of the person's house to have sex in it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would have been fine, nice. like, fucking in someone's house, but it would have been quicker than that whole thing. Give me thing. some wine and yeah. uh, run a bath for me. Yeah. You're fucking taking a bath. In yeah. A yeah, you don't know if that bathtub's house. clean. Yeah, probably not a bathtub I would have gotten into, but a sheriff's bathroom is probably pretty clean, if you ask me, you yeah. know? 
Get you a, can usually look at it with your eyeball and see. Yeah. But but anyway, we, we got to the fact that <laughs> acting isn't great, 26%. Let's move on to plot. The second lowest score of 13% collectively. Yeah, not... I mean, there's not any plot holes, but that's only because it's so ludicrous that they just kind of weave <laughs> in and out of these uh, these weird uh, circumstances, correct? Yeah. yeah. Ver- the plot is like almost exactly like the plot of Chucky. That was a great comparison. That I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's like a fucking killer, like a killer, and he gets an accident and dies. And in Chucky's case, it was like voodoo that brought him back. And in this case, it was chemicals. And then he goes after the person that... Voodoo, uh, chemicals. It's all the same, right? Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, so I'll go first for the ratings. I gave this movie a 43%. Um, I, I didn't really enjoy it just because <laughs> okay. it, it wasn't scary. Mm-hmm. Um, the monster design wasn't great. And the plot was just all over the place for me. Um, I don't know. So I could have given a lot lower, but I, I do, after researching it, respect the fact the director was able to make this movie with the budget and the weather and it being his first movie and only having one decent actor. Yeah, in it, like the universe you know? was shitting all over him the whole time. Yeah. And now he's on rafting trips claiming that this is his claim to fame, which I think is weird, you know? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't discuss, you know, working at Chick-fil-A too three, four, five years ago. Mm, don't make me hungry. Mm. I'm going to go Chick-fil-A after this. Oh, shit. Yeah. 43%. Uh, Ash, you gave us a 30%. Yeah. What do you think? I, I didn't mind it. It was funny. Um, I I just wish it was a little bit more something one way or the other. And it was way too long. Yeah. I got bored in the middle. Like I It was 89 minutes. No, it felt like two hours. It was 89 minutes. Are you sure it, it was 89 yeah, minutes? It like two hours. What? You're crazy. I literally thought this was at least an hour and a half. Yeah, it's an hour and a half, 89 minutes. That is, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long fucking time. What? 90 minutes for a movie like this. Thanks Killing felt like forever, and that was like 61 minutes. 90 minutes is an hour and a half. Yeah. So <laughs> I needed finance this, manager. Yeah, I'm sorry. I need this movie to be 30 minutes top. Get all the kills in, move it along. That's not a movie. That's a, like I a needed short it to story. be a short. Okay. Okay, that's wow. a short. Um, not from you then. All right. Uh, <laughs> Macias, you gave it a 65%, a, a higher one, but you're also more on the holiday train. Does that have anything to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that it's a horror movie because like Krampus, I just wanted more from that. I wanted to be either like funnier or more scary. Um, and this, one, and this just... one to me is like, it's, stu- it's super, it's stupid. And it's very holiday, and you can watch it while getting drunk or have it on in the background, and it's just silly to look at. And I love the kill where that lady got the ornaments to her face. That, that was, was pretty the neat. best fucking kill. Yeah, it was my favorite. It was really good. By far the best uh, arrangement of special mm-hmm. effects yeah. mm-hmm. out of her face. Yeah, I just, I just like how goofy this movie is and yeah. that it's Christmas-themed. Yeah. And I love that creepy Christmas music throughout and Jack Frost. Killer Snowman. Okay, well... All together, we gave this movie a 46%. That's not bad. Okay. No, it's not terrible. I think Thanksgiving was somewhere in the 10s. So. Yeah, yeah, that movie can kick <laughs> rocks. So to quickly get into the other metrics, we gave this a 10 on the kill meter. So there are 10 kills that happen in this movie. A lot of kills. It's like a moderate amount. I mean, when you're watching something like, By I don't a snowman, know. snowman, it's a lot of fucking kills. For Krampus, they had a lot more. Yeah, but, but Krampus is like 13. Okay, well, uh, you don't have to let me know the mistake <laughs> right now, but uh, you're right, you're right. Only three more kills in Krampus. Remember, sex scenes, we can count the rape as one. Yeah. Should we count rapes as halves? No, it's no, full. No, it's still sex. 
That's true. Uh, number of jump scares, I put zero. zero. Nothing really scared no. me. Uh, number of explosions, there was a question mark on my thing. Was there an explosion? I think there was the beginning, like with the truck. I don't know. Yeah. I thought yeah, I imagined definitely it. definitely was an explosion. Okay. Maybe at the end, like somewhere in there, I feel like there was an explosion. Yeah. Well, I'm going to change that question mark to a one. Okay. Good memory, Macias. Uh, for number of monsters, I think there was one monster. Yeah, Jack no, Frost. No one was really shitty in this movie no. to be classified a monster no. on the good guy side. Yeah. Unless you want to talk about the state bureaucrat FBI yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, he's a little annoying. But they were annoying. Not but they uh, played their part. Yeah, they did their thing. I'm pretty sure our last holiday movie of the season of 2018 is going to be a good one. Ash, what are you going to select for us? Ooh, pressure's but on. Going this is on. a lot of pressure. Yeah, this is the last movie of 2018. I've been debating this for like the past week and a half. She has. Uh, we watched um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and it, I got to say, it was kind of boring, wasn't it? We were watching it at work, which is a nice luxury. Wow. So we didn't actually get to like see the whole thing. There was a lot of boobs. There was a lot of boobs and there was a lot of nuns. Maybe we'll get to it. Just, yeah. Just uh, not Maybe feeling it this not year. Not this season. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna save that one. Put it in our back pocket. Yeah. So I decided to go with something a little bit newer, something funnier, but still horror-ish, home invasion style. Okay. We're doing 2017. Better watch out. Okay. Nice. Okay. And the two kids in the movie are the two kids in The Visit. Ah, yeah, the so annoying rapper kid. Yep. Great. He's a, I think he's a little bit older. A little less annoying. In this movie. No. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. So what's it called again? Better watch out. Better watch out. Do you know what streaming service you found it on? I think I found it on Shutter. Cool. Well, make sure to watch that movie next week. Uh, as always, thanks for listening. Feel free to send us anything online at hornyhorrorhour at gmail.com. Um, other than that, we'll get you guys back in the holiday season next week for the last episode of 2018. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas.